Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another podcast with Coach Kathy, proudly ADHD. Uh, today I have a very special guest with us on the call. Her name is Piera B. She's a dear friend and also um, a mentor and someone I look up to when it comes to whole food eating and wellness and, and all sorts of uh, aspects of life, essentially. Um, she is uh, the uh, proud owner of pierab.com, which is P-I-E-R-A-B.com. She's a homeopath and a wellness coach. And today we're going to talk about all things wellness and how uh, whole food eating, good eating, nutritional stuff affects our brain and this ADHD brain of ours and how um, we can uh, optimize and do things to uh, get the most out of our brain. So hello, Piera. Hi, Kathy. Hi. Yeah, thank you for having me today. I'm really excited. Um, this is a passion of mine for many years. Um, I've been a lot of things. Mainly I'm practicing homeopathic classical medicine, so it's classic homeopathy. And a lot of my work is also holistic nutrition looking at using whole foods, mainly plant-based diets, depending on the individual. Um, and my, my focus is always going to food first instead of, um, let's say, individual vitamins or minerals or supplements. And supplements are great, and we can talk about that today because I do feel there's a lot um, that you can do with supplements. But it's getting that diet really down pat first as the base and foundation. Um, I've been a personal trainer, I've um, a yoga teacher, a meditation instructor. These are all things that I like to incorporate um, in my practice with my clients as well. It's really important, especially with our topic today with ADHD, um, having a, um, a stress management or, or, or a way to address that with different things, not just one, because the body, the mind, and the spirit all need to kind of have come into play for this to work. So a lot of people, sometimes they look at health in a segmented way and they need to treat the body or they need to treat the one symptom. I don't practice like that. I look at the whole picture. There's, when I see a human, it's, it's always different than any other human being that I've interacted with. And so it's a very individualized way of addressing the issue. So, you could come to me today with ADHD and there's probably a hundred other people that may come to me with ADHD, but there's a very different way that they express it mm -hmm. because of different things. I mean, it can get, we can really go into this with traumas and diets, but all these pieces have to be looked at. Um, and today I would love to look at food definitely and whole food, you know, living and also um, the really important things when it comes to your diet and what to eat and what not to eat. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. This sounds awesome. So, and I really appreciate when you talk about the whole person because um, when it comes to coaching and, and some of the clients that I've dealt with also is, you know, we could be talking about strategies to manage their ADHD and their executive functions, you know, time management, um, mm -hmm. working memory, things like that. 
But sometimes it's if they've had 10 cups of coffee and they're like high, you know, energy and then they crash or if they're not eating properly throughout the day. Um, So some of that is I can, you know, we can talk about all sorts of strategies, but if you haven't nourished your body well, then what? Or um, there's a theme um, in a support group that I run. Um, some of those folks that come in, they've, they've self-medicated with, right. um, with not so good things like drugs and mm-hmm. alcohol and you know things like that. So they've been on that path. And even though they think it's working for them, eventually it'll have its, its effects. Right, right. So again, even if you're treating your ADHD from a uh, from a tactical perspective, if you're really not looking at your lifestyle mm-hmm. um, and stress management and good eating, if you're always at McDonald's and grabbing fast food and this and mm-hmm. that, um, you know it affects. So with that, um, one of the things I want to ask you is um oils fish oil omegas all of that stuff so i'm just gonna go there for a second yeah it's one that always comes up for me are you taking your omegas you know my doctor says it (laughs) nutritionists say it so tell me about that and the importance of that and how much really like do we really yeah well it is important and, and this is why um the brain is mostly fat and it does need fat to to run. It does also need glucose, but uh, the fats seem to stabilize sh- blood sugars. And blood sugars are the things that are really important, especially because they turn hormones on and off. Um, they will determine our, our energy levels. We can crash. And that all affects focus, concentration, and hyperactivity. And even, in, especially in children, when you begin to really introduce good fats, it doesn't have to be omegas, but even MCT oil, coconut oil, those, those are plant-based good oils that help to stabilize insulin levels. And that helps to at least reduce hyperactivity once you reduce sugars and you, and you introduce the fats. Now, with omegas, some people, they respond to it. Others don't in terms of ADHD. So it depends again on the person, right? So we're always looking at if this doesn't work, then there's something else. And I would even try MCT oil or coconut oil as an avocados. Those are all really good whole foods. They're not extracted because omegas are extracted if you're taking them in pill forms, but you can have whole oil from coconut. And those work really well to with the brain. It feeds the brain. Um, especially MCT oil, I feel is one of the best forms of plant-based fat because they can be used for energy quickly. The brain uses them, they break down and they're not really stored as fat, but the brain loves them and it keeps serotonin and dopamine levels pretty regulated. Wow. So Um, for those of us that don't know what MCT oil is, just a quick MCT oil. Yeah. So medium chain triglycerides, they are smaller triglyceride or smaller fat and they're concentrated form of coconut oil. So regular coconut oil that you use to cook your food or just put on your food that has a little bit, this is a more concentrated form and they are just super healthy. Um, they're sort of popular right now with the whole yeah, keto craze. Yeah. 
but I don't, I don't um, advise them for that reason. I just advise them because they are really, they're good for energy and they're good for focus and keeping you um, energized. Sometimes with ADHD, there is hyperactivity, but there's also the other side of getting really drained. Yes. That's me. <laughs> right. And so a lot of us deal with this like super hyperactivity. We're all over. The, and then we just kind of burn out or we, or we lose steam. So I feel like kind of balancing is, is a number of things. It's the fat, but also insulin levels, which is huge too. Awesome. So for someone that should be, oh, first, let me back up. You said um, something mm. about uh, sometimes omegas may not work for you. How would we know if it doesn't work? Well, you'll see that focus and concentration aren't really ameliorated. You'll still be dealing with, you know, um, forgetfulness, or you'll still be dealing with those symptoms that are sort of getting in the way. So, um, especially with concentration, if you don't see that your concentration or, or attention span has increased, then you know that the fish oil really isn't helping. So do you really notice that that day, like that? It takes a while. So you, that's the other thing too with supplements is you have to kind of give it at least a good two months to see. And if in those two months you don't really see an improvement, then it's time to do something else, right? It's time to look, explore other supplements or other um, foods or oil. Okay, cool. How much should we take? Does it depend on the person? Yeah, it depends on your body weight, but I mean, two to 3000 milligrams is pretty good. Again, you know, you want to do this with the, you know, uh, supervision of a health professional, right? Because uh, you can start to do therapeutic doses when it comes to like treating certain illnesses like ADHD or any other chronic illness. And so you would increase, but again, this is not recommended unless you're seeing a professional healthcare practitioner. Awesome. Very good. Wow. I just learned a, a lot of things about MCT. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. I'm glad that it's not about a fad because sometimes I get worried about these things. I'm like, oh, is it because of the, you know, it's right now. Bulletproof. Right. The, the thing of to do. And then, it's, right. and then, you know, there was a while like take soy and then don't take soy and take hemp and don't take hemp. It's like, right. Oh, God. So that's great. And I like the avocados. We all eat that. Some yeah. Of it, some of us don't. Um, yeah. I actually like to put them in my smoothie. That's my quick and in yeah. easy way to take it in. And hemp seed oil. Hemp seeds and hemp seed oil. Like hemp seeds, you just throw them into a salad or raw, preferably. And they're good not only because they have the fat, but also because they have protein. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing that's important with insulin levels and regulating hormones and uh, so that sugar doesn't sort of spike is Eat, getting enough protein. So hemp does actually offer protein. They even have hemp protein, you know, powders, if that's something that people want to sort of supplement their diet with. But the actual whole seeds are so good and they just give you the fat and the protein. Awesome. I like yeah. that. So speaking of that, um, the insulin and protein, let's talk about hangry. <laughs> so, yeah this is, this is a, the common one for for some of us who actually are also taking adhd medication so some of the adhd right. medication can be appetite suppressor so i know on vivance there's days where i actually forget to eat because my wow. appetite is completely killed and then by four o'clock i'm like oh my god all i had this morning was my breakfast and nothing all day 
Right. So, uh, so the rapid losing of weight. And then, but what's happening is by evening, I'm highly irritable and, you know, short fuse. And I, I'm starting to realize that part of that is because I've been hungry all day. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Vyvanse truly kills your appetite, at least I, for me, being on Vyvanse. And what it does is um, I forget that my sugar levels probably dropped, mm-hmm. my energy's dropped, but I'm on this high alert because of the medication. So it's almost like a, a fake energy, if you will, yeah, right, right, right. in my words. So how do we deal with hangry situations so that we're constantly keeping this insulin level throughout the day? Yeah, so you're, you're, you're asking like how to ha- make sure you don't forget to eat. And um, yeah, that's a challenging one because I, uh, I feel there's a bit of a lifestyle change that needs to be made. You need to kind of make a commitment that, okay, today I'm going to eat at least twice a day. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm not the believer in eating every two to three hours and grazing. And that, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, that used to be something I feel in the nineties was really popular, even in the early two thousands. But now it's more about like eating solid meals when you're hungry and it's kind of understanding when that is, that's the key. But if you start your day with protein yeah. and a bit of fat, that's going to help you kind of stay stable with the sugars. Cause it's when the sugars kind of get out of reach that, that you can sort of either forget to eat or eat too much. Either one will happen. Now with side effects of medication, it's, it's now you're dealing with another animal, right? Like you're kind of dealing with symptoms and side effects and you might just have to really almost put a reminder on your phone, right? Yeah, to remind you, mm-hmm. you know, like maybe you should eat a meal today or, or, you know, and making sure that you have like snack, not snacks, but like, let's say those good whole foods, like almonds and having those good fats at your desk. If you know that you're going to be working for four five, six hours or whatever, and you might get lost in that. So at least if it's visually there, you might actually notice it while you're working. Oh, I like That's that. Like almost have a section of your desk with the right foods so that yeah. as you're working away, you can chip away. Now, tell me about those foods, the ones that like, boom, I'm going to get that burst of, okay, this is good. You know, if anything and, throughout the day, these are the things I should Yeah. So what's really important and even the research that I've been doing is minerals are a huge, huge thing. Mm-hmm. And because we are depleted in our soils, and that's really where it begins. So our plants are depleted and thus our fruit and fruits are depleted. So we have, that's a reality. And as much as I would love to say, you can just eat whole food and get all of it. Sometimes we can't, but that has to be the base. So you start with eating mineral rich foods. and um things like um nuts and seeds are fantastic because magnesium iron and zinc are super important for regulating neurotransmitters dopamine and serotonin and it was even studied like they studied children that had low iron deficiencies who had more hyperactivity and more adhd symptoms than those that actually had proper ferritin or iron levels right mm-hmm. so those are the important things and sometimes you do have to supplement because some girls may lose a lot more iron so they have to have that iron supplement or a form of fortified either juice or almond milk or um i would 
I don't suggest dairy. I really do. And we can talk more about this kind of links to allergens that can actually aggravate ADHD, which is dairy. That's a big one, huge, and gluten. And as much as wheat does have some of those great B vitamins and minerals, they also have a lot of things that are not agreeing with people nowadays. Like you just see way more gluten intolerance and, and allergies and, and dairy is another big one too. So trying to get foods, like you can get almond milk that's fortified with the right minerals. Magnesium is huge. Um, and it, there's like thousands of processes in your body that need magnesium. But the what thing with magnesium is it helps. Yeah, so almonds, nuts, um, getting uh, tofu does as well. I know some people don't, don't, don't like the tofu, but if you get tempeh that's fermented tofu is even better, easier to digest. Those are high in magnesium. And magnesium is super important because um, it calms the nervous system. It helps regulate thousands of, you know, processes in your body. But the big one is that it's very calming. And so with people that have sort of this tendency for anxiety or hyperactivity or unable to sleep, the magnesium is a big thing before bed. And that's why oh, it's always yes, kind I've of, heard that. Yeah. 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 Taking it before bed. And what about irritability? Because some of us really have a hard time managing our emotions and really, you know. Yeah, yeah. Flipping the lid too much. And that too, magnesium is a great one for that, uh, for anxiety and, and irritability and just kind of like moodiness, that kind of thing. B vitamins are another one, right? And that's your lean meats, grains, um, legumes are amazing for B vitamins. And we need those B vitamins for energy, we also need them for our brain and for regulating dopamine, which is a big one for ADHD. This is awesome. I can't wait for my- I wanna, I wanna <laughs> yeah, I wanna bring something up because this is like, we're talking about what, what, what we should be eating, which is great. But yes. we need to really like look at what is in our food because a lot of, especially with kids, they're, and not all parents do this, but, many will like, you know, go to the cereals and, yeah. and even some of these kind of so-called healthier cereals are not entirely, there's, it's still a processed food. It still can have preservatives. So the, one of the enemies for ADHD is chemicals like preservatives, colors, and additives. Those will wreak havoc uh, for just on your brain, on your concentration, on your irritability. It could set someone, someone off who has ADHD in a really bad way, even if they're on meds, because they're very invasive that way. And they're, and they're in everything. Like it just, it's so hard to like get rid of them unless you really like make a commitment to whole food. And that's why I'm always promoting clean the diet, whole foods, try to eat minimal packaged anything. If it comes in a box, if it comes in a bag, it's, there is some processing to it, even if you've bought it in a health food store. I was just going to say, so even if, you know, they're at an organic place and say, you know, yeah. organic cans of beans or whatever, it says organic it's, on it, Piera. <laughs> yeah, but there can be preservatives. Now, if they, you know, some companies, you know, in these are sort of health food stores will have no preservatives, no in, 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 in the cans. And that's, you're going to pay a premium for that. But, you know, not all, not every item in the, in the health food store 
is going to be good um, for you or for anyone, like for anyone that has ADHD, for any other ailments too. So it's really about reading labels. Right. I was going to say. Like you got to really become like a hawk and read labels, all the ingredients, not just the nutritional information, but everything that's in there. Um, if you can't pronounce it, chances are that it's probably a chemical that can interfere with ADHD. Um, so and that's a big like, one. It's that, it's that, so that's the thing. It's like buyer beware. And I've become one of those that I spend so much time in the grocery store because I'm actually reading labels. It's not I'm because I'm like, you know, spending time there and I like it. So it's, it's, so you're saying if you can't pronounce it, um, don't buy it but um what are some of the key ones you think that are out there that we should be just you know as soon as you see those things you're like okay that's it i'm not buying this and i like how you said you can't box yeah if there's like a number and and a color like red number you know those are dyes and artificial coloring and you just you just gotta eliminate those because those are one of the worst especially for children yeah anything um like glucose syrup uh any type of like uh, sugars that have sort of a, a, a name that's not even sugar is also like even fructose in a product is not good and is bad. It will just inter- interfere with insulin levels. Um, things like um, things like sodium benzenite and like those are sort of, they're not even real salt. Those are chemical base salts. So you want to really be careful with things that may seem like they're okay, like sodium benzenate, but they're actually really chemicals. Mm-hmm. So again, sticking with the basics of whole foods is really like the important thing. And that's really just eliminating muffins and cakes and pastries right. and bagels and like you know all those packaged things even at the health food store because i've been there and people always ask me is it okay if i get this gluten-free rice potato bread and it's okay if you really want a piece of bread but realize that that is still a a heavily processed food and yeah even though it's so this is a big thing even with adhd because a lot are sort of looking at eating lower carb Mm -hmm eliminating gluten and then what, what ends up happening is they will they will um replace it with these gluten-free products and they're all over the place yeah you know, cookies and breads and while there's no gluten in them they still have starches and processed rice flours and potato flours and all those things will actually affect insulin so that's where you have to be really kind of um, careful with how much of those and, and have only 10, maximum 20% of your diet coming from those packaged foods and making sure that 80 to 90% is coming from the periphery of your grocery store. That's awesome. That's such um, great insight, right? It, it's, it, you know, you think you're, you're doing yourself a favor and then, oops, there it is. And it comes back at you in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I love the, the, the thing you talked about muffins. And I remember there was a time where I would start my day with a muffin and a coffee. Yeah. And then halfway through the day, I'm like feeling really low and tired. And then, you know, I was just figuring out what the hell am I not doing right about this? 
And it was that is I wasn't giving myself the protein I needed in the morning right. to start my day. It was like, you know, the sugars and the bread and the coffee that kind of got me through that burst of energy and then yeah. it played. Yeah. And I, that makes sense because with a lot of, from what I've been reading and even with clients with ADHD is that they do have a tendency to lower dopamine and serotonin. Hmm. And you want your, so you're going for the muffins and you're going for that because those foods can um, initially kind of give you a bit of a, a dopamine boost or a serotonin boost, but you crash with simple sugars. And that's the big downfall with them. They're not steady burning fuels that give you that, that regulate the, the, um, the neurotransmitters for a long time. They can actually really just cause you to go up and down. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you something um, with regards to that energy level. So I will put it out there and this is like total um, being completely transparent. One thing that I'm still struggling with is my level of energy Yeah. Um, so that I'm able to actually have a workout or to be able to go for a nice walk with my dog and just, you know, get my heart rate going. But then I'm most of the times very tired. So there's this vicious cycle that I go through and I'm tired of being tired, but I know I have to work out, but I can't get myself to get there. And I'm also a mom of a three-year-old. So, so right. that fatigue is, is really, you know, real in my life. So what, what do you say to that? What, what, are, what are your thoughts on some of us? Yeah. Yeah. The first thing is, are you getting enough sleep? Mm -hmm. Because you can try to get energy boosters in different ways. And people do this with, you know, all kinds of stimulants, coffee, but if you're not sleeping properly, it's just your battery's not getting charged. Like it's literally that that's how it works. Like it, even your kidneys and adrenals, your adrenals are like your battery pack. And as soon as you're stressed and sleep deprivation is a stress, those adrenals start to go low. It's like low, function adrenals so like hypo uh, adrenal function and that starts to create havoc on cortisol levels which disrupts sleep and disrupts energy so all of these things are kind of connected so it's not like one answer it's as it's like you have to say okay so what am i doing in my lifestyle am i sleeping yeah. enough am i actually getting deep sleep doesn't even really have to be eight hours but am I getting six solid, like deep sleep hours where I'm not, it's not interrupted. I'm not getting up. I'm not waking up. That's really the, the very first thing with energy levels. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is also um, uh, your hormones. And that's mm -hmm. a very lengthy yeah. <laughs> topic, but hormones affect, like if your thyroid is out of balance, which is like, I don't even know, probably 80% of women over 40 now have thyroid, low thyroid issues, which is connected to adrenal function because those two glands are connected. If those two are compromised in any way, like you'll never feel like that energy to do more or to get your exercise in or to do your exercise. So those have to be addressed. You know, you get blood work done. Um, there's certain things you can do for low thyroid and low adrenal function. There's herbs, amazing herbal medicine that addresses um, that. And once you start to kind of nourish your body with 
the right food, which we've been talking about, right? The whole foods mm -hmm. and the herbal because plant medicine is very powerful. And it's also food, right? This, these are plant extracts. They're, they're food, essentially. They're just concentrated forms of the plant. Um, they nourish those depleted organ systems or, or uh, gland systems that you know, are affecting your overall energy. And those are the two huge things with energy is the sleep and the hormones. Awesome. That makes sense. The herbal stuff you talked about, is it very personalized or is there anything that you would recommend right off the bat? Okay. Yeah, I would. It's, it is personalized, but there's things that are like, I almost give every person, especially with concentration issues, uh, cognitive function, memory, and hormonal stuff, because they're usually connected. And those are mushrooms. Mm. Mushrooms are like medicinal mushrooms are like one of the most powerful medicines we have on the planet. Things like reishi. So reishi mushroom is super amazing, especially before bed so that you can actually relax. It, it works on calming the nervous system so that you can actually sleep better. Or it, it can even work, um, thinking of ADHD, for when you sort of feel really scattered and you kind of just need a bit of Zen to kind of focus on one subject, then you can take Reishi. Um, for energy and helping the, uh, the energy levels, Cordyceps mushroom, super amazing mushroom, really important. And Chaga mushroom, obviously, this is like all over the place now with Chaga mushroom being um, really good for the immune system and boosting, um, even, even it's been proven uh, for um, the uh, neurotransmitter, regulating neurotransmitters, Chaga. So those ones, super important. And the other herb also is ginkgo biloba, which is a mm. Chinese medicine really promotes this for cognitive function, memory, um, preventing, you know, even Alzheimer's. Like they, they, do, they do have research that promotes um, ginkgo as a really good remedy for prevention of Alzheimer's and even ginseng that's the other one ginseng is another one but again you know you work with your health uh, professional because some people don't react to certain things you know yeah. it depends on how you react to them and you just kind of got to try to see which protocol is best but I haven't seen anyone in practice that you know, hasn't responded well to mushrooms. Like mushrooms seems to be one of those things that most people, unless you're allergic to them, I haven't, I don't know anybody that is, has really responded well uh, hormonally, you know, neuro, neurologically, um, and just overall wellness and prevention of, of illness. They are super amazing. And now they have them in formulations like tinctures and even with coffee, I know there's a, there's a company out there that makes them where you can, they, I don't know, it's like a mixture of coffee and mushroom. Um, depends. Some people with ADHD, coffee isn't the best thing. So it always, you always have to go on an individual basis, but yeah, mushrooms is really, really one of the best of the herbal medicines. Awesome. There's one mushroom that I like to throw in there is that, that I've seen work for me really well is lion's mane. Yes. And lion's mane for memory. Yeah, And it helps me to concentrate and to kind of be with it a little bit. So yes. sometimes where I feel fatigued, a few drops of it, I get it in liquid form. 
Yeah. Been using that and it's been like instant. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm on my good day here. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. For memory recall, for, yeah, prevention of Alzheimer's as well. And even for dreams. Yeah. Even for like dream activity and um, dream recall too. Some people that want to, um, they don't remember their dreams and they want to remember their dreams. That's a big one too. Cool. So really it, it does help with the working memory, I guess, which a yeah. lot of us suffer from. That's right. So that, this is great, Pierre. I feel like I need to like get into your brain and pull everything out and then just we could be talking um, for hours on end about this stuff. But for, for the sake of this session, I like mm -hmm. to um, leave it here with this. You gave us a lot of information, wealth of knowledge. Um, I'm so glad and, and thrilled that you were able to give us your time. It's precious yeah. to know. Mm -hmm. um, so thank you so much. If You're very you welcome. Wrap up, if, if there's any last thoughts that you want to give to our listeners, um, floor is yours. Yeah, um, really um, healing any ailments, including ADHD or living with ADHD, um, requires a whole body mentality, a whole body, mind, soul mentality. And I feel if every listener kind of takes that and really integrates that into their health and lifestyle plan, they will um, feel better and they won't feel like they're a victim to something outside of themselves. And it's really about incorporating stress management, taking time to be in nature, um, taking time to um, be, have gratitude for the food that, that's before you, before you eat it. Um, making sure like, is, you know, am I, am I supporting ethical co companies as well? That's all part of this, right? Like these are little things that people don't notice, but all these things create good energy and they support your health and well-being. And you don't have to feel like you don't have control over, you know, your health and, and your, and your life essentially. Awesome message. Move yeah. past your diagnosis, get your whole body. <laughs> yeah. We're not stuck with this. There's so much we can do about it. Thank you so much, Piera. You're so welcome. I love you. Take care. <laughs>